just the, the role that Peppa Pig plays <laughs> in modern pop culture. She honestly, like, she slays. Like, she's... I love her. She's in it. She's in it. And it's like, some of y'all, some of y'all favorite celebrities are looking hella irrelevant compared to Peppa Pig. <laughs> I don't see any big surprise, big announcements coming for some of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. We think we've resolved Ely's microphone issue, hopefully. I'm yeah, like- blame the alliance for giving me this boofu <laughs> adapter. I'm just like waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm just on pins and needles thinking I'm it's gonna nervy. happen any minute. I'm nervy. But I'm I'm gonna choose to to think it's the narrative i choose to believe is yeah that everything's fine exactly yeah 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 so um how are you i'm doing good um you already heard my voice but the listeners haven't um because i was at the jonas brothers last weekend or this past weekend and i was literally screaming for three hours straight you can ask nick um and that'll do something to you that'll do something yeah so don't I mean, if you want to scream for three hours straight at the Jonas <laughs> Well, it's interesting because you sound worse than when I saw you the oh day after God. the concert. You do. I don't know how that's possible, but you didn't sound like this when I saw you on Sunday. So it had to it had to marinate. <laughs> well, it does it hurt? No, like my throat doesn't oh. hurt at all. I've been like okay. coughing a little bit, but like I think it's just because my throat's like scratched from me being like. It <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Um, update for the listeners. I have now seen Ely's Valley in Dreamlight Valley. My Disney Dreamlight Valley. Yeah, I've seen it. It's pretty cool. I love how all the little characters have Thank their own you. lives and relationships with each other. We saw Mirabelle and Eric were on a little date. They were on some a tea. Date. And they I, were we like saw sitting and chatting. Like, what? Ariel, come get your man. They were. And we also saw Woody flop on the ground. Oh, yeah. That was so Woody, funny. Woody has like a character thing where he kind of drops dead like anytime you walk by. It's honestly, it's quite alarming when you're just going about your business and then you see like a dead body and it's just Woody just playing. Oh my gosh. I really wish we took the time to seek out Remy because we didn't actually get to see him. Oh, we didn't see but him? No. Aww. We saw his house and his restaurant. Yeah. We should use a little like find my friends. The, oh my the gosh. Map thing they the have map. where you can attract them. You guys, I feel like I've become increasingly more obsessed with Disney Dreamlight Valley since we like Yes, you have stopped. So since we took our break. So it was my media moment pre-break, but I've put in I put in a lot of time in this game. Well, you y'all were the ones that were snooping. First okay, of all, yeah. thanks Nintendo for exposing me. That's super Nintendo cool. will show you your friends that are also on Switch. They'll show you how many hours they put into games. And so Nick and I one time, it was recent, right? It was like maybe a month ago or less. Um, we were snooping through Ely's profile. We were like, hmm. I wonder how much time she spent in Dreamlight Valley. And we placed bets beforehand. And I think Nick was like 50. And I was like, mm, I'm going to say 75. And then we open it and it said like 350 hours. Oh my God. The way that y'all guessed 50 and 75. Come on. You think the- I'm some little bitch ass player? Come on. I just think it's funny because I know that that's the only thing you play. And I, right. And I know it's like a pick up and play thing, but I just think it's, it's just wild to me because the the most amount of hours I've ever put into a game, I think is like 150. So that's more than double that. And think about how much time I put into that game. And I felt like that particular game I just played for Eon. So I'm just having a hard time wrapping my mind around it. Because you've only been playing this for what? Like seven Six months? Six months. Seven Six months. months. Yeah. No, no, no. Seven. I, I got it in February. I got it in February. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm proud of you, but it is just a truly wild Thank, thank you. And honestly, there are pure people that are worse that are worse than there are people there are people that are like thousands. I have something I have horrible news. It's doing it again. <laughs> I told you it was gonna happen again. 
Shuri, Shuri agrees. I'm literally, literally going to jump down. <laughs> so, you sure that you got rid of the old mic? She's going to go look for it. Maybe. I don't know. That sucks. Okay, we're going back, back to the old mic for now, baby. That's incredible. This is going to be a real throwback moment. Maybe next episode I should pop out my old, what is it, Tonor? I think it's called. Yeah, she's not big. Tonor. <laughs> Tonor. This is hilarious. <laughs> Oh my god, it looks like shit. It's so tiny. <laughs> Aww. This is so humbling. Okay. I have to remember. Wait, so now I'm concerned. Maybe it's not an adapter issue unless you just happen to have two shit adapters. Yeah, so wait, maybe it's a bunk-ass mic. <laughs> I'm worried. Oh no. I'm depressed. Maybe we, we could try... We could, damn, she's like... We'll put up with the old me. I guess you're right. It does. It's, I feel like I'm like those people on YouTube that do podcasts, and I just sit there and they're like, "Yeah." So like, okay, Bleh. wait. You haven't you haven't changed your mic yet, have you? No. Oh, because I was thinking like I don't remember it sounding that shit. Okay, how does this sound? Does it sound better? Oh, okay, yeah. And that one you Ooh. can actually hold, right? You could like you can hold it, and <laughs> that's what I was saying. I feel like the YouTubers that just sit there on the couch, like. Yeah, so tell me about your childhood. <laughs> All right. I'm like Cody um, Co. Don't know who that is, but we're what? <laughs> who Cody, Cody and Noel? Are you kidding? I don't know who that is. That's cringe. I don't know what that is. Oh, what the fuck? What? Oh, it said Zoom said that my mic changed. Oh. I can't believe you. Sorry. You guys, he's telling on himself. He doesn't know. I've who. I've literally never heard it. Like not even an You're ounce lying. Of that. Tiny Meat Gang. That's the name of their podcast. <laughs> You're just keep saying words I have never heard of. I swear. You're lying, dude. No, I swear. That's really disappointing. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we know you spend lots of time in Dreamlight Valley, and we know that maybe your mic is broken. So yeah, that's what's going on in my life. Um, how about you? <laughs> I'm good. I know that we were just talking about this beforehand to like test out your audio, but Nick and I are going to Ireland in January. I can't do it. I can't do an Irish accent. <laughs> Nick thinks that he can, but I, I want to he hear can. it so bad. Oh my God. You uh, have to try and get him to do it on the Glee podcast. Okay. Maybe I will. Wait, oh, isn't there an the... Irish guy that comes onto the show? Exactly. We missed the golden opportunity because, oh, like a pot of gold? Um, we missed the golden op because uh, I did mention at the top of our podcast, because um, we actually had to record a little bit ago because we didn't get to it last night. Last night, it was just like we ate really late and then we hadn't watched the episode yet. So it was a whole thing. So anyway, um, I could have mentioned it. I, I did mention it. And I was like, oh, we're going to the land of, of Damien McGinty. But... Wow. I didn't get him to do the accent. Anyway, so that's fun. We're doing that. Um, won't be able to talk about it because the pot will be over by then. But subscribe to subscribe. Follow my personal account if you would like to see. Subscribe. Like and share. Audiovisual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't go subscribe to that. That's cringe. Cody Cone, whatever you were talking about. Subscribe Cody to me. <laughs> you, you guys. I don't know. Oh, my God. Wait, why is that happening again? Wait, wait, wait. Was it happening again or am I paranoid? I don't know. Wait. Wait, wait, say something else. I'm I'm scared. Is it happening? It's happening. What the fuck? <gasps> wait. There's somebody like me like fucking racing. There's there's so much chaos going on. <laughs> Is this another AirPods? Is this another AirPods episode? <laughs> Damn, dude. I don't know what's going on. Wait, do you also use an adapter for that? Maybe your adapters are maybe your adapters are just busted. Maybe you Both just of need them. Them. I might have an extra one. I could. That's not you. the you. You know that's not the issue. <laughs> what you think it's your computer? I don't know. Maybe it's your computer. 
Okay, well, maybe next episode you can record on your computer and we'll see if that changes anything. I would be shocked if it did. Okay. Watch it be like my internet. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what did I do? I've done nothing. You're so right. Okay, so y'all listening. Just a little BB. Oh my God. So I'm sorry that you all have to listen to AirPods again, but next week we're going to have Ely record on her computer and see if that changes anything. Maybe I'll order you a little backup dongle just in case. It's not the dongle. I have two different ones and they both don't work. I feel like that means it's not the, that's not Uh, the adapter. You're right. Okay. Well, anyway, let's just get into it. Enough, enough foreplay. Now I can slouch. Ew. (laughs) Now I can slouch. (laughs) Um, I think you should go first because you have, more more stories to talk about or no we're not calling them stories anymore conversation points you have more things to talk about conversation <laughs> i don't know okay well if you didn't hear the news usher is playing the super bowl halftime show and from what i have gathered with the reactions on the internet if you're not excited about it you're either too young or too white i guess Period. i fall into the too white category because when i saw yeah, this you guys zach texted me he was like is it 2010 which first of all as if Usher wasn't way already past his prime by 2010, <laughs> first of all. That's red flag number one. And red flag number two, I responded with, oh my God. And he was like, you're excited? I was like, excuse me? It's Usher. We literally watched Hustlers. You remember that okay. scene? Usher Love in this club? Yeah, that's so... <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to say I Nick and I are both very dissatisfied by it. And I don't know if you know this, but he's not white. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> you sure it's a white thing? I don't know. Yes. Maybe it's a relevance thing. No, y'all just don't know your history. I don't know. I just always kind of feel like the halftime shows are always better when they pick someone who's like of the moment. I don't know why. Maybe they have more yeah, fun. But like, who, okay, who would you have rather they picked? Um, see, that's tough. Like, I feel like it'd be really fun to see Nikki do one. I feel like it'd be fun to see. Um, okay, there's not necessarily ones that I would be super excited about because okay. I don't get, I don't get, I don't get super jazzed by like people performing. I guess, but there are some that made so much sense to me that I'm surprised didn't happen like also taylor swift is so in her moment right now we're going to talk more about that later i'm like when is that going to happen it's it's got to happen they're not going to pick her why not there's she well for first off she keeps declining they've asked her and she says no well and second of all could you imagine how many people are going to try and get tickets to the super bowl just to watch taylor swift that's what would be funny wait why would you know she keeps saying no how do you know that's i don't know i've just been seeing the rumblings Also, something else I recently discovered is that Jay-Z has, like, a part ownership of the NFL, and it's apparently Jay-Z that picks the Super Bowl halftime performer. Then why did he in Apeshit say, I said no to the Super Bowl, they need me, I don't need you? Hmm. Did that happen after that song came out? I don't know. You can be a part owner and believe that they need you. (laughs) I guess. Maybe I don't they know. They quite literally need him. <laughs> um, but also, Usher is part of Rock Nation, so. Sure. I don't know. Nick and I were just talking about it, and we are like, last year, we were gathered around that TV waiting for Rihanna. This year, we're probably just going to be in the background eating snacks or something. Well, did you ever think that maybe some performances are not for you? Probably, yeah. Although, in theory, the Super Bowl halftime show is for the most people possible. Mm. But not really, though, because, like, Lady Gaga is for the gays. Ha! Right. Everybody gets their turn. Well, I'm glad you're excited. Maybe it'll be wonderful. Maybe he'll bring out some, like, really cool guests I'm or sure something. I'm sure it will be. It's Usher. He's gonna I kind of want, want Pitbull to come out. <laughs> I could do that. Pitbull, honestly. Uh, sure. <laughs> Sherry said, bring Pitbull out. Sherry said, Dale. 
Yeah, she said Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are those your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Yeah, those are my thoughts. Okay. So we have a story hot off the presses. I keep calling it a story. We're not doing that. I have something I want to talk about that's hot off the presses. It wasn't hot off the presses. Like oh, I had an earlier version and now we have a hot version. Um, so the Writers Guild of America, they struck a tentative deal with the AMPTP, which is the, you know, the group of the they have representatives from all the big studios and they represent the studios. Um, so they've reached a tentative deal on, I want to say it was Saturday or Sunday. And then, um, the WGA boards voted unanimously today to lift the strike. So at 12.01 AM Pacific time. So that's, yeah. So I guess in about like six hours Pacific time, writers can go back to work. Um, we had 148 days of striking, which is kind of wild. Um, and we're likely not going to get the deal points until tomorrow, I heard. And I really want to see what they are because the WGA, they keep making this big deal about how they're so happy with the deal, blah, 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 blah. And I just can't fathom, like I would have imagined a lot more time would have passed before the studios would capitulate to some of the demands, like especially AI stuff. So I'm really mm-hmm. curious to see if they got what they wanted in terms of like AI and um, residuals and stuff. So maybe we'll get that tomorrow, but we still don't really know right now. So yeah, strikes ending. As for SAG, TBD, I mean, I can't really no tell. No meeting if, in sight. <laughs> I can't really tell if like this is good for them or if it's bad. Like the Obviously, they're not going to come to a deal the exact same time. But the thing is, it's like now Hollywood can get back up and running again a little bit to the extent of like, obviously writers can start writing again, like projects can go back into motion. Um, You know, like all these Marvel movies that weren't finished getting written, they can Mm -hmm. be written and they don't need to film yet. So stuff like that is what I'm saying. Like, um, it might be a little while yet until SAG gets a deal, but we'll see. Um, I know that all the talk shows can go back. Apparently SNL (laughs) is going back next Saturday which shows how little time they spend on the rating writing for that show. Um, well, they have a week turnaround. So you're telling me that they never, like, the writer's room, they're not throwing around an idea for a couple of weeks before they actually sit down and write it? Come on. I genuinely don't think so. Because also, these people are professionals. Like, this is all they have to do. Okay, I guess you're right. I shouldn't have shit on them in that way. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they're coming back. The talk shows are coming back. Everyone's talking about how funny it is that Drew Barrymore, like, sank her career just two Bro, weeks ago. She and she could have waited. to do that. She could have just sat her ass and kept quiet. Yeah. This is, yeah. that's the moral of the story. Just keep quiet. Like just keep quiet. Stop being extra. Stop putting yourself above others. <laughs> yeah so very very interesting i can't wait to see those points i really want to know because it could be a situation where like the the negotiators like obviously it's only a few select representatives from wga they yeah. could be happy with something but like what is that what is the full wga gonna think like the thousands of actual writers yeah that's the thing like like there are still like most of the union they don't know the points because they're not all there in the negotiation room so they're gonna know tomorrow when we know tomorrow so we'll see fingers crossed for them i mean from the way they're hyping it up it seems like they got a lot of the stuff they wanted i mean i'm assuming they had to like give up on some things but i'm yeah Yeah. super curious to see what that was yeah so we'll see next (laughs) my next point is going to be very short and sweet i'm not talking about taylor swift and travis kelsey because y'all are doing way too much on the internet of course it's really starting to drive me insane i can't even just like go on god's internet for five (laughs) seconds without seeing them too i had to mute taylor swift travis kelsey and honestly i had to also mute the term or the phrase seemingly ranch because y'all are being so annoying. What does that mean? It was like somebody, Taylor Swift took a picture and like there was a plate next to her and somebody quote, like tweeted it and they were like, oh, Taylor Swift's eating a chicken tenders 
with ketchup and seemingly ranch and then it became this huge thing and like that was also getting in my feed so I was like no enough it was funny for like two seconds and everybody's like oh my god they're gonna get married they're in a relationship I guarantee you they're probably just doing this like for the laugh like what (laughs) they probably do not even know that's so cringy that's just too much that's I want to say this definitively on this podcast if I haven't already you Taylor Swift fans, I think you're a scourge. I'm over it. Like you all are, it's, it's <laughs> like, I don't want to be mean. Like how mean should I be? Don't be mean. Cause I have friends on this pod that listen to this that are Taylor Swift fans. And you know what? Okay. Y'all, if y'all love someone that you don't know that much, like good for you. But it's the other, other aspect, other parts of your people that are ruining it for you guys. That's the thing. I just, that's the thing. That's it. Isn't it? It's also just the component of like, there's just the sense of like anything about her. They just flock to the internet. And that's that's what the internet is for like, like, why do I give a fuck that Taylor Swift went to a football game? And, like, and, but you all make it such a big thing that like, literally it was on the front page of Variety the other day. Who cares? Like, you know who else was at football games this weekend? Chris Christie. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for tomorrow the second um Republican debate. Box, though he wasn't in a box, he was just sitting like a regular peasant. He's so. a man of the people. I told you, I kind of have some respect <laughs> for him. So I'm glad that he's polling just good enough to be there tomorrow night. <laughs> just good enough. <laughs> Might be the last we see of him. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyway, should I move on to my next thing? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, don't ask, I gotta... don't ask me about it. Okay, damn, I won't. Trust me, I will not. Um, I got another hot off the press's talking point for you. Have you heard of this? Literally, it I'm, came out a couple I'm hours ago. very interested to know. Okay, so I did take notes on this because I want to make sure I got my facts straight. So Golden Globes announced today the... Um, um, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. They announced today that for the January show, uh, the January broadcast, they're introducing two new categories. One of them, I think, has a lot more merit than the other one. Let's talk about the one that has merit first. How about that? Okay, so one of them is Best Performance in Stand-Up Comedy on Television, which recognizes outstanding work from a comic in a traditional stand-up format. Oh, Um, okay, okay. And it could be specials airing on broadcast basic and premium cable or streaming or pay-per-view so that's sure. cool okay okay i'll give sure. them that i'll give them that yeah that's nice um because like the emmys already has something like that right yeah they they've know. got to they've got to um and I, I feel like they're just becoming more and more popular so i guess they're capitalizing on that anyway um the really bogus one that i am absolutely 100 against i think this is the stupidest shit ever mm-hmm. <laughs> They're calling it the the Golden Globe for cinematic and box office achievement. So the Barbie Award. <laughs> you're so right. Um, so this That's is probably <laughs> you're right. This is how they justify it. Titles must have grossed at least 150 million dollars during release. A hundred million of that has to be domestic, which means North America, which is Excuse me? that's a weird little caveat especially since it's the hollywood foreign press association who the fuck are you whatever (laughs) um streaming films with commensurate viewership will be considered based on data from quote recognized industry sources i'm guessing they mean nielsen um and there will be eight nominees for this category and they can also compete for regular motion pictures you know as long as they meet the criteria so i think this is complete idiocy because it's very similar to what i was saying about when the oscars introduced <laughs> their popular film award that i talked about on this podcast which, which that wasn't even a real oscar like no statue was given it was just a thing to boost broadcast numbers and so shout out i think this is such oh my god it's just so stupid like the idea that it, it's just funny because they're almost they're reiterating the fact that like most big blockbusters aren't good 
they're saying like, wow, it's a really special thing if you make a lot of money and you're a really good movie. So yeah. And and to be honest with you, they might have a hard time filling eight every eight, year, that's I think. Too many. I Five think that's was, way too many enough. for a new award. Yeah, especially. That's... Like I'm having a hard time thinking of eight so far this year that would meet that criteria. It's also subjective, obviously. But um Barbie, Oppenheimer. Maybe Guardians Three. I thought that was a phenomenal movie, but Mario. No, Mario's ass. And if it ends up on that nominee list, I'm gonna be pissed. Well, what the fuck else is gonna end up on that nominee list? They gotta fill eight slots. Beats me. I genuinely have no idea. So, very stupid. Very silly. And and they did my guy Kihoi Kwan dirty because it was the front page variety, the top story, and for some reason he was the image they chose. Him holding his golden globe, like. He has nothing to do with this. I don't know. He has nothing to do with this. Stay away from him. <laughs> yeah. Protect him. <laughs> anyway, what's up next for like you? That. Not one bit. Okay. I thought we could do like a fun <laughs> little moment. Um, so uh, according to the pop culture accounts on Twitter, Peppa Pig is making a surprise announcement tomorrow. Oh, and the quotes on Twitter are hilarious. Um, so I'm like, ooh, why do we think is gonna You want like a realistic answer, like what I genuinely think it is? Sure. Okay. Actually, I have I have like two I have two point five ideas. Okay. My idea okay. number one is that they're going to announce some sort of Peppa Pig movie. Because like oh. Nickelodeon has been doing, she's she's Paramount property. So Nickelodeon has been doing a lot of like movies recently. Like they have the Paw Patrol movies, they have Ninja Turtles. So I feel like that's very logical to me. And then my second guess point five is like, I think it could be something not as big as we're hoping. And I think it could be like another video game announcement because they've been churning out those Peppa Pig video games because they're super cheap to make because they're like 2D little kids games. So they could do that. (laughs) My little special point five is something personally I would love to see. So they announced a sequel to Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl like a couple months ago. And I think it's coming out this fall or in the winter. Please, if they announced her as a fighter, I would lose (laughs) <laughs> that would be that would be a big surprise <laughs> yes that's true what do you think it could be interesting well some of my favorite responses from twitter are people being like peppa pig has forged a deal to avert a government shutdown <laughs> peppa pig has parted ways with longtime manager scooter Brown. oh my god then someone said um peppa pig's running for office <laughs> Actually, Wisconsin Democrats were like, oh, finally, um, the Wisconsin GOP has someone running for Senate. Oh, my God. That's funny. I feel like my first thought was that it's going to be a video game. Um, but I can't wait. <laughs> or it could be like, um, like a collab with a food place, maybe. Like. Like McDonald's or Bur- like Peppa Pig shakes or ice cream or something like that. You no, know? I was like, what? Where are you going with this? Oh no, not like a pork sandwich. <laughs> did you? Did you imagine? Oh my god. No. Like vegan <laughs> I don't know. So well, I guess we'll have to fill you guys in. I mean, y'all already know by the time you hear this, but I could almost guarantee it's not going to be as cool as we hope it is. <laughs> hey, they put big surprise. So like Yeah, a big surprise for the Peppa Pig PR team is anything <laughs> they announce. <laughs> so Oh my god, I still think about how like in the video game they had that like thing with the queen at the <laughs> end. That's crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Do you remember when um do you remember the Adele thing? <laughs> <laughs> they were beefing. It's just the the role that Peppa Pig plays <laughs> in modern pop culture. She honestly, like, she slays. Like, she's I love her. She's in it. She's in it. 
And it's like mm-hmm. some of y'all, some of y'all favorite celebrities are looking hella irrelevant compared to Peppa Pig. <laughs> I don't see any big surprise, big announcements coming from some of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love oh, her. Shit. Wait, but like, what is your guess, though? I so I think it's going to be a video game again. Oh, that's right. Sorry, you did say that. Well, I'm I'm actually hoping that it's going to be a video game again for the Switch. <laughs> it's a Dreamlight Valley clone. <laughs> Peppa Pig cozy game. What? <laughs> actually, somebody did put the Peppa Pig game in their like cozy games to try this month video. So, period. Hey, if it's on sale, it's on sale. Why no, not? Literally, it's going on. <laughs> <with this. laughs> okay. Well. Speaking of the government shutdown, oh, I want to talk about that because, I don't know, it's been really bothering me. So if you all haven't heard, U.S. government is going to shut down if Congress doesn't figure something out by September 30th, which Typical. if you're listening if you're listening to this on drop day, that is two days after drop day. So it's definitely looming. Um, and I guess the thing that's been really bothering me um and maybe it's maybe it's just like an age thing like obviously i've gotten older since the last threat of a shutdown and maybe my views are a little bit different but it's just so fucking annoying that congress they don't have any motive to get this done for the american people like i was listening to the young turks as i do and jank proposed this really interesting thing that's never going to happen but definitely should where it's like their salary should be frozen as well if there's a shutdown oh my god literally guess what? Why wouldn't they? That's so... they're still gonna keep getting paid which That's is ridiculous so ridiculous it's so ridiculous so i have fears that it, we, we are going to shut down and then who knows how long we're going to be in shutdown um i was reminded that the last thing the last time we had a shutdown which was in 2018 the thing that you just made a face. It was that long ago. I don't know why. Yeah. I feel like it was like so. I feel like we always. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. No, the last shutdown was in 2018. And the thing that stopped it was the air traffic controllers. Remember, they were like, we're just not showing up to work anymore because they weren't getting paid. And then it's like, oh, shit, there's planes flying without air traffic controllers. And then they brought a prompt close to the shutdown. Oh, um, That was after like a couple of months. So right. it was it's long. just it's just really upsetting because there's. There's thousands and thousands, like literally tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of folks who are going to have to be furloughed or just work without pay. And that's just not feasible for so many families. And it's because of the laziness of our elected leaders. And it's very frustrating. And then they're like half of them are off taking little side naps because they don't have the energy to make it through the day without freezing on a podium. Side naps. And so it, it does make me like, I'm going to be pissed off if we go into shutdown. Cause it's, it's, a, it's yeah. avoidable. And then also I got to give special shout out to the fucking freedom caucus because they're creating like that divide in the Republicans and they're so like stubborn and have nothing to lose that they're just like making these ridiculous demands and somehow have enough cachet to make a big enough of a dent in the vote. It's so frustrating. Like, yeah. please just do your fucking job. That's what it is, right? Do your job. They don't care no, about us. So they don't. And I'm honest, I'm so over it. And part of me thinks that, like, maybe it would be a, if they do shut down, it would be a swifter shutdown because I feel like people are way over past the point now where, like, people will not show up to work without pay. Oh, and yeah. So I'm like, I'm wondering then, like, is that. But still, this just shouldn't have to happen anyway. It shouldn't have to happen. Like it really shows they're no better than us because this is like the this is like us in college waiting until the day before an essay is due to write it. Why are we waiting until days before the deadline to save the US economy? Why weren't you all doing this three, four, five, six months ago? It's ridiculous. Because they just refuse to work together and they think that their whole job is to just like prove the other wrong. And it's like, no, your whole job is to work together to represent all the different diverse ideologies of America to create a system that works for all of us. But y'all don't do that. 
Listen, I think I'm going to affirmatively say my hope is gone for our political system. It really is. Like, I just think it's so broken and there's so many just greedy people that don't care. It's literally going to take, like, by the time there's an opportunity to fix it with, like, younger people coming in, I feel like it's going to be too far gone. And <laughs> everything is going to be really mad. It's just like they're, just always laugh some bullshit. they're always on yeah. some bullshit. Yeah. Don't worry, you guys. These people are going to die soon. So, <laughs> well, they know because they got all this money that they're using from insider trading and shit um, that they can use to prolong. Like, I bet you Mitch McConnell's going to live for like another 10 years. Isn't that crazy? Oh my God. That would be horrifying. He probably has 10 years left. What is he like? He's essentially almost a vegetable now. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you guys. Anyway, I feel like this. I feel like this is a good segue to what you want to talk about next. We're really doing well with the segues here. I think that we didn't plan mm-hmm. on. So wow, play okay. So this is kind of like a positive thing that happened today. I didn't know this. I didn't even like really think about this. But Joe Biden today joined the um. Oh gosh, United Auto which, Workers. Thank you. I was gonna say UAW, but then I was like, is that correct? Um, yeah, Joe Biden joined the United Auto Workers picket line today, and he's the first president, I guess, in modern history to ever do that, which at first I was like, huh. But yeah, I think it says less about Joe Biden, but more about the power that unions have now and like the what unions represent now. So go unions. I'm going to be kind of blunt about this for a second. I think it's complete BS. I think it's such a publicity move. Like, yeah, he see, that's the thing. One of his staffers probably said, hey, did you like no president has done this? Why don't you go do this? And it'll take you like 30 minutes. And well, sure. But I, why does that matter? No, it does matter because it I bet signifies. you. I, no, no, no. It does matter because I bet you like the the donations that he has got. I, Oh, I bet you he's gotten donations from the CEOs of these big auto companies. He's probably taken money from these companies. And now he's out there on the picket line acting like he cares. I think it's totally a publicity thing. I mean, I'm sure it is. But I'm saying like, that's why I just said it speaks less about Joe Biden and more about the power that unions are having in the workplace and the political power that unions have now in our country. It's empowering working people. You mean like you're saying it's such a big thing that he could Yeah, ignore it? that like before, right, like before presidents probably didn't give a shit to join picket lines because it didn't have an impact. You're proving my yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. You just want probably... to shit on everything because it's Joe Biden. And I get that, but you don't have to be like that. He probably went and took a nap afterwards. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure all that standing was very tiring for him. <laughs> and talking you notice he didn't he have a megaphone yeah he had a megaphone anyway um i guess it's my turn next i have one last thing to discuss and yeah. it's more so like a tool that i've been using recently that um nick brought to my attention i don't know how he heard of this maybe on twitter have you heard of this stats.fm no enlighten me okay so it's a service, I guess you could call it, software maybe. And I think it's just one guy that did the whole thing. But I feel like right now, since no one's invested in it and it's not super popular, now's the time to get in if you want, because I only paid $6 for a whole year to have this thing. And if you want it literally for life right now, I think it's $15. Um, but I just wanted to do one year to see how it would work out. But what it is is you connect it with your Spotify account. And basically, if you want to see your Spotify wrapped all year, that's what this Mm. is for. And the one big asterisk I want to say, I feel like this was not advertised until you actually get into the app. Um, But it does have the ability to show you like exact number of plays, exact time played. But you need to do this kind of convoluted step. They did have a nice like walk you through directions of how to do it, but it's kind of convoluted where you need to go into your Spotify account, click through a bunch of menus and like request extended play data. And Spotify will send you, this is something you can ask them for. They'll send you 
like a, a file of your lifetime streaming data. And then you can plug that into stats FM and that's when you'll get all the information. Cause right now it's, they say it's machine learning. So it shows you like for the last six months, this is your top artists. This is your top songs lifetime. This is your top songs, but it doesn't actually provide the clear numbers. So I'm not quite sure like how it's doing that. And Nick and I, we both signed up for it. We both have our own question marks where it's like, is this really my number one? Like the Joji song apparently is my number one played song of all time on Spotify. I simply do not believe what? that. Like I did listen to that song a lot in 2020 when it came out, but I don't believe that it's my top of all time. So the thing with that Spotify data is apparently it takes them 30 days to get it to you. So I still have a couple of weeks of waiting until I get this file, but I'm really excited to see what everything looks like once I have the hard numbers. Um, but I think it's a cool service. It's really intuitive. Like I said, it's super cheap. And if you kind of want to like, you know, not be whiplash by your Spotify wrapped, you can get like a little peek into <laughs> what's going on in there. Um, like not going to lie. There's a couple of stuff. I'm like, Oh, I need to bump that up a little bit so it can get in my top five. Oh my God. Not you manipulating the Spotify rap. You want to know what my number one song. So it's weird intervals of time. You can choose the last four weeks, the last six months or lifetime. I kind of wish they had like the last year, but the most, the last six months is the most accurate for your Spotify wrapped. I guess you could say, um, you want to guess what my number one song is for the last six months. Is it something by Pink Panthers? Yes. It's not Boys of Wire. No. Okay. I don't really know any of her other It's songs. her it's her Barbie song. Oh my god, Zach. <laughs> so oh my god. <laughs> Angel by Pink Panthers is currently number one. Oh my god. <laughs> and then Barbie World apparently is number five. Oh my god. Which again, I feel like that's a machine learning foible because I don't think I've listened to it that many times. Mm. But I just want to talk about it because I think it's it's been a really that's interesting thing. Really funny. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is non-spawn, but if they want to sponsor us. I really <laughs> think it's just one guy. I, I'm I'm I bet it's gonna get bought like I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Spotify bought it. Like Spotify's like, look, do you want to track your numbers all the time? I don't huh. know. I guess we'll see. Anyway, you have something else to talk wow, about? Wow, wait, that's a really funny another good oh, segue. Look, see, wow. we're killing it. I know. This was not planned. I know. Um, something fun that Spotify is coming out with. Is this new feature that's called like um jam sessions and it's basically like you and your friends can like share a cue and play music together like from your own devices but here's my question i was trying to look for more information about this beforehand but i couldn't find anything um but i'm curious if it's like is this something you can do remotely like you all listen together from your home or is it like you have to be together are they saying like, like if you're at a party work. or something and someone well, could just cue a song? Thinking, but then I was like, or is it like you can just be hanging out in a virtual space with your friends and like have it? I don't know. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's like a like a Jackbox situation where you get a code and you share the code with whoever mm. you want. So that way, like you that can't just nice. do it at like a bar or something and interrupt the right. whole flow. <laughs> or maybe it's something that gets turned on. Maybe it's just a, a toggle. That is cool, though. Like, I like that idea because I feel like that would come in handy in, a, in situations. Yeah, I like the idea of, like, more adding more, like, collaborative music sharing features on Spotify. Yeah. I think that's the only way they're going to continue to, like, improve the user experience at this yeah. point. Like, to be innovative, I guess. Like, I love the blends. I feel like the blends yeah, are, they fine. come together pretty well. But the occasional, mm -hmm. like, wait, what? Neither of us listen to this. <laughs> cool stuff. Oh, she's coughing. Is it media moment time? Yeah. It's time for the media moment. 
Okay. So, wow, we're doing so good on time. It's been like 50 minutes, I think. Wow. Look at us. Okay. Last week went really long and I suspect that's why not a lot of y'all have listened to it. Um, so maybe you'll be more inclined to listen to this if we keep it at an hour or less. We'll see. But, um, what's your media moment this week? Cause you're going first. Oh, I thought I went first last week. Uh, I went first last week. Wow. And then you the went on I, and on and on way... about all of these spoilers for your show. <laughs> oh my god! It, so and that show has been out for years. <laughs> when is the statute of limitations up? I'd love to know. Christ, they weren't even spoilers. Like I bet if I asked you a question that is a spoiler, you wouldn't be able to answer it. Lucy Lou. No, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, my media moment is the Jonas Brothers concert. Oh. <laughs> because, so that was our second time, and by, by our, I mean me and Nick, our second time seeing that particular show, kind of. There were some differences between the New York show. Also, what is this? Did um, you drool on yourself? I guess I did. I don't know. <laughs> between the New York show and the, um, show that we saw this weekend in dc there were some differences we we noted um noticeably lacking jimmy fallon but it's fine oh i'll survive no big loss there (laughs) (laughs) um okay wait you like jimmy fallon yeah i was real i was like screaming when he came out in new york i was shaken to my core oh not shaken it was so fun i i I i'm a colbert guy personally but Okay, so if Stephen Colbert came on and led everyone in a, <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, led everybody in a karaoke to the Pink Panthers Barbie song, you would be screaming, wouldn't you? Could you imagine? Wait, you would so Mr. Brightside means that much to you that you would equate okay, it with? <laughs> no, but I think anybody that actually has known me for a long time knows that Mr. Brightside is like the anthem of my college years. It's very nostalgic <laughs> for me. Yeah, and not nostalgic in the way that it is for normal people. Nostalgic as in like white people for twenty eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, that's how it started. I used to be like, "Oh, this is like white the white people's like the songs that will always get them turned up." One of them is the first side. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true, but it kind of goes hard, so I get it. Um, but anyway, this Jonas Brothers concert this past weekend was really fun, and we saw it. We've seen it twice, and. It's honestly not so much because of the fact that we're just like so obsessed that we have to see it all the time. But it was like the 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 show is one of those shows like when you leave, you're like, oh, I want to see that again. Like, it's just such yeah. it's so fun. And one of the reasons why I like lost my voice and why I was screaming so much is because like I've been listening to the Jonas Brothers since I was a little kid. And they actually said that their first album came out in 2007. Which is crazy. Oh, I would have thought it was like 2005. I think their EP might have come out in 2007. Yeah, because they were they were doing singles like Year 3000. That was before. Yeah, that was from their EP before that. But their first like their debut album came out in 2007. And I don't know why I thought it was like later than that. So I'm really old, you guys. Um, <laughs> but like I just remember like listening to When You Look Me in the Eyes when I was younger on my iPod Shuffle. Um, it was just like ugh, the Jonas Brothers were just like the def like defined my musical taste as a child. So I was screaming because I love them, and it's like been so fun to watch them, like how their music has changed drastically, um, since they've like come back together and everything. So was, it's been great. Was, it's just such a fun concert. Was this better than the first time? You had um, way better seats this time. We had way better seats, plus like it being in a um, arena instead of a stadium. I think the sound was a bit better. I felt oh. bad because there were some issues with Nick's mic, and you could tell that it was kind of bugging him. He's a Virgo, so he like you could tell it was pissing him off. Like it just ruined all night. Um. Also, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't talked to Nick about this, but I feel like because obviously this is after all the like lawsuit drama with Joe's divorce. Oh, I yeah. feel like the vibes between the three of them were a little off. Like they did not seem like they were trying to engage with each other. 
Wait, let me like, tell I you. I feel like they might be fighting. Speaking of Nick, Nick, like our Nick. So I picked him up from the metro station and was driving home. I was asking mm -hmm. about the show. Kind Did of hoping he just listened to this because he listened to this episode. He listened to our last week's episode. Um, and I just thought it was funny because I thought he was like defending Joe again. Because <laughs> he was talking about like how apparently there's certain lines and certain songs that are about Sophie and they were left in. And I guess maybe he was expecting him to not be in. So he was like, oh, yeah, we talked hey. about that. And he was like, they, was maybe good. that's a sign of support because so, like they kept them in. I'm like, what? <laughs> I just hate somebody... Sophie Turner. <laughs> he does? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm oh. just guessing. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Nick. Um, <laughs> I asked him if I could bring a sign that says North remembers to the show. And he was like, don't get me kicked out. Leave me out of it. <laughs> See, he's riding for Joe. I guess his allegiance is to Joe, but like we don't support men in this house, Nick. Uh, Better learn. <laughs> he does. That's why he likes the Jonas brother. Anyway, <laughs> I've always been a Nick girly from day one because Nick Jonas has never let me down. <laughs> okay, he doesn't know who um, you are, babe. But <laughs> okay, he's not the one withholding his children's passport so they can't go home to their mother. Oh shit. Jesus Christ, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but I felt like the vibes between the three of them were a little off. Again, you could tell that Nick runs that group because he's a Virgo and Joe's a Leo, so he's like really annoying. You can tell <laughs> when like Nick when Joe gets on Nick's nerves. Um, and I, I don't know, they had like some cute little moments, but I also was telling my friend that like I feel like in New York they just had like more energy and they were like talking to us a lot whereas at this show they like didn't say anything they were just singing they it would occasionally be like that was opening weekend i mean sure but it's the same show like i guess they should be giving the same energy each time yeah yeah i don't know and also that was pre-divorce so i'm wondering if oh, like, that's what i'm trying to say like okay. i'm wondering if there's like tension between them because they're mad at joe very possible. Ooh. <laughs> well, well I'd like to time. say they'll be back in DC in December and they haven't sold like any tickets for that show. So wait, it's the same show? Yeah. Why that's is that not unusual? See, I I don't know why they're coming back again within the same year. Like they haven't sold any tickets because it's like, okay, people Everyone who care. wanted to go like, probably went. Yeah. Like yeah. That's weird. But right now the tickets are like thirty bucks. <laughs> Me and oh, like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Not around. Have you all actually talked about that? We we were looking and we were like, oh <laughs> I said Nick, <laughs> if we can get I said Nick, if we can get it tickets for twenty dollars, we're oh going. <laughs> oh my god. You all are funny. Okay, so that me and Nick can go for free. <laughs> what did you say? I said nobody buy those tickets, so me and Nick can oh. go for free. <laughs> yeah, don't pull an Olivia Rodrigo and snatch up all those tickets in lightning speed because yeah, y'all are crazy. Okay, quick side story: Nick was in a meeting, so I was on Olivia Rodrigo ticket <laughs> queue duty. I waited in that queue for like it was between thirty and forty minutes. Um. And I also feel like an idiot because I've I'd never really done that before and I didn't realize it emits a loud ding. So I had the screen up thinking I couldn't do anything else. So I was like, I was like doing work stuff on my phone, thinking I couldn't click away from the screen. I don't know. Um, and then I get in, and you guys literally just a pit was left. It was it's literally so just the pit. Like it's so what? funny. When you sent me that, I was like, excuse me that show is sold oh the dc olivia rodrigo show oh next year oh my god um, is so she nick was a little sad why would she be going to baltimore <laughs> i don't know the jonas brothers went to baltimore <laughs> i don't think she's going to baltimore um so yeah nick baltimore? was sad about that what <laughs> what'd you say i said she hates black people i mean 
possibility. Um, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not putting that out there. Um, anyway, let's talk about my media moment. So I want to talk about this absolutely buck wild TV show that I discovered on Max. Um, I don't have Max, but Nick has Max and it's on the TV downstairs. So I, know. I just like, right. I'm just letting you know so you don't get all bitter. I'm anyway. bitter. Oh. Anyway, so Naked Attraction is the name of the show. Um, it is a reality program that I think is still going on. It's from the UK and it airs of on. Of course it's from the UK. You should it's from the UK. That. <laughs> it's from the UK. And I'm pretty sure it airs on television in the UK. And I'm going to explain the premise to you all. So you have a, a dater, like a person who's single, ready to mingle. They're looking for a date. They go onto the show. And in front of them are six different colored cases. And there are people in them. And these people are naked. So round one, the glass gets raised so that you see their genitals. You see it, you guys. You see it. Like, I'm talking, like, you see dick and vagina and everything in between. You see it. There's no blurring. You just, it's out there. Wait, sure you is. see it? Yes. You, like HD. It's there. Close-ups and everything. I'm not even kidding. Foreskin and all. You know, it's the UK, so you get this nasty looking foreskin. Yeah. That's 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 my least favorite part. I don't like seeing that. Um so anyway, so it raises and you see the genitals, and then the dater gets rid of one person based off just, just the based on genitals? Yeah. What in the world? Yes. And then so there's five people left. And then they raise it again. And then you see their neck down. So it gets to like breasts and chests and stomachs and all that. And then they get rid of another person. Sometimes sometimes there'll be a little like activity. So like if there was a dancer on, they'll be like, show us your moves. And then they have to like dance and that could play a part in it. Um, but I feel like that's just a cover because they're still just picking based off of appearance. And, and then for the the next four they raise it all the way and you get to see their faces but they can't talk it's just their faces and then the dater will get rid of another person so then you're down to three and that's when like they can talk with them and hear their voices and stuff like that and then um they get rid of another person so once they're down to two contestants the dater goes backstage and the dater comes out naked so now everyone's naked except for the host. And then the dater finally picks their date. And then we get to see them go on the date fully clothed and and all that. Um, so it's supposed to be like, I guess, an experiment where you get the naked stuff out of the way first. And then you go on the date. But there's a few interesting caveats to this program that make it absolutely hysterical to me. So first of all, they have these random educational cutaways random like seriously randomly interspersed throughout the episode so for instance the first episode i watched one of the contestants had was male and had painted fingernails and it randomly will cut away to like an illustrated little educational segment about how men have been painting their nails since ancient egyptian times that it's like a, a random like 60 second cutaway and then like another episode um the host the host is just like british comic and she's pretty funny um but she made a comment about how this one guy, he was like Clark Kent. Like when he takes his glasses off, he, you know, he looks like Clark Kent. Cut, cuts away to Clark Kent is a secret identity of Superman. Stop. Otherwise, known as, like, like <laughs> random, you guys, random ass cutaways. So that's weird. And then um, when, when the contestants are eliminated, so let's say they get eliminated on the genitalia round, we get to see their full body, like face and everything. And they come out. And we learn their name and what they do. And it's just funny because every single time they do this thing where like they spin on a podium and then they edit it so that they're back in their normal clothes. And then I guess the producers tell them to strike a pose. So it's like they're spinning naked and then they, they're then they're clothed and then they stop and they pose. And that is my favorite part of this whole show because you have these like bland ass people that will just be like 
Ew. Like throwing a peace sign up or like saluting. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, and of course, everyone's British, so they have these ridiculous accents. Um, oh my God. But I guess I learned because I did my research. I've watched like eight episodes of these and I'm fascinated by it. Apparently, Britain is very open about nudity. And the show itself actually said that like a quarter of um, people that live in the UK consider themselves naturalists which are like basically nudists meaning like they're frequently naked like at the beach or whatever so i thought that was really interesting because this show has been on for six seasons i'm like they've gotten this many people to be naked like you're naked on national television international now that it's streaming to people in the u.s that's crazy but they don't they don't care like there's no and and i i kind of love it love it like sociologically because they're they're mostly not objectively attractive. They're normal people. So I think that's kind of <laughs> cool. Like it's just cool to see normal bodies on screen. And I don't know how they do it, but like they never and the host, that's why I like her, because she does a good job at like keeping it light. They never it doesn't veer towards like insulting. Like they've never said, Oh, that dick is small or that looks <laughs> weird. It's it's just like, well, this it's not really my type, you know, like it's not the dick I go for. <laughs> That's what they'll say. And it's like, it seems like sweet, you know? Is um, it all straight people? Oh, no. I've watched almost exclusively gay episodes. And I just watched one today. Oh, wow. it, was this, it was the oldest dater they've ever had. He's 75 years old. And he was with his wife for 31 years. And she passed of cancer. And then oh. after she passed, he became a honest to God nudist. And then he started exploring sexually. So he had three women and three men that he was picking between um that was fucking wild you guys that had my favorite contestant ever i forget her name but she was the first one out so he eliminated her in the genitalia round because she was (laughs) bejazzled she was bejazzled um bejazzled bejazzled. and it was so she was like 67 years old and then when she came out she had this wackadoo like teased hair and like really heavy makeup and they said that she was an entertainer which is really vague um and so they come out and, you know, she has a few words with the host and the dater and the host, she was like, how, how long did it take for you to vajazzle yourself? And she, this woman dead ass, she was like, not as long as, uh, or no, she was like longer than it takes for me to rip it off. And she literally ripped her vajazzle off and, and shook it in the air gleefully. Like it was just God. like a, it was like a vajazzle sheet, I guess, <laughs> like a tape. Anyway, moral of the story: this show is absolutely wild. It is the wildest thing I've ever seen. It's just like as an American, it was really jarring at first. Like I, I thought it was going to be blurred, and when I hit play and saw the genitals, I was like, ah, oh, because we're not used to that. So it's really weird actually watching it because you're just like stunned. It's just not something we're used to. We're not used to seeing, like we're used to seeing naked bodies in porn or maybe like in film and TV, but it's always hot people. So it's just really interesting watching normal bodies on the screen. Um, I will say though, lastly, the one big gaffe I have with the show is that they set it up as if they're trying to genuinely find these single people like dates but they'll bring in people from hours away. And then it's like, oh, of course they didn't work out. Like I watched one yesterday, this lady, she just, she said this multiple times in her profile. She was like, I'll just move to Aberdeen. Aberdeen is Northern UK. And the guy that she ended up going on a date with lived in London. That is a nine and a half hour drive. Why would you even bring in someone from London when she literally kept saying, she was like, I'm looking to meet new people in Aberdeen. They've done that every episode. It's like they don't care where they're located at all. So that's a little frustrating (laughs) because literally no one has worked out on any of the episodes. So each episode, there's two daters. So I've seen 16 daters. None of them have worked out with anyone because of the distance, I feel like. That's crazy. um, I highly, highly recommend you check this out if you want something fun and wild. (laughs) I love it though. I'm going to keep watching and watching until I don't have any left to watch. (laughs) I'm so happy for you.
anyway um i guess that's it we've been really good on time i think we're right around like an hour with us wonderful um so i guess we'll talk to you next week and fingers crossed that we have some sort of microphone development for poor ely here i know i'm miserable you guys although i just want to point out for all of you who perhaps listen to other podcasts I listen to professional ass podcasts all the time where their guests use their AirPods. Yeah. So, like, it's really not that serious. Like, yeah. So, if y'all can deal with that, because I deal with that all the time, then you can deal with Ely being on her AirPods because her mic isn't working. Yeah. So, I think that'll be okay. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> anyway, um, have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Have a good night. Oh, <laughs> no.